This episode contains subject matter that may be triggering or upsetting for some listeners. More details, including timestamps, are located in the description. Stay safe. Wings is a show about two brothers who are both pilots. Oh, God. And they uh, work in a small airport uh, on the island of Nantucket. (sighs) It's a classic double act. Massachusetts, boo! Melanie hates Massachusetts. Yep. More specifically, Boston. Boo, Boston! (laughs) Red Sox, boo! I... Not that I stand the Yankees or anything. I just hate Boston. Yeah, you're into the Mets. I mean, my family is a Mets family. Really? Yeah. When family Mets, Melanie. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's let's, let's start this episode. You had me at... Hell no. And welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And today we are going to explore another romance movie that doesn't quite make sense. Oh, God. This movie? This movie angered me to my very core. God. Okay. We watched The Holiday. <laughs> oh, my Sorry, God. Sorry, that was just the sound of me vomiting. This movie really... I had problems with this movie. Um, and before we get into it... yeah. Let's refresh, because if you're new to You Had Me at Hell No, first of all, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, and if you're coming at us from episode one, thank you for sticking with us. Oh my God, thank you for coming back. We really appreciate it. We do, much appreciate. We really do. Yeah, and the goal of what we're doing here in this podcast is uh, trying to figure out romance movie. We're just trying to figure out the romance movie genre. Oh, yeah. Just um, why in general? Because I like horror movies. Allie, what do you like? I like to relax. I'll watch an action movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two, that's accurate. Two guys who are best friends. We're the two best friends <laughs> that anybody can have. I, oh. Although I do not watch The Hangover because it makes me angry and I don't trust Bradley Cooper. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, but we like to watch these movies. Why? We don't know because some of them are genuinely good and some of them are utter T-R-A-S H trash and they also influence like for movies that are geared toward women specifically yeah they fucking hate women yeah and this is a great example of Uh one of those movies Uh the holiday boy so let's dive in okay this is a nancy myers movie yeah and i learned this um when we started watching Allie brought up that nancy myers has a very specific aesthetic to her films yes um, Nancy Myers also did uh, something to kind of give. No. Um, she also did the uh, Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap, which, what? by the way, holds up. It does. But it, the thing is, we okay, we kind of spoiled ourselves because we started this podcast with When Harry Met Sally. Which is a fantastic movie. Phenomenal movie. And this movie is a steaming pile of garbage. Well, this movie has problems. Um, and the thing is, they're... We're starting this podcast with two kind of major... Here's the thing. Women, who are sort of pillars of this 
genre of rom-com. Yeah. But they're very different. Nora Ephron is much more grounded in realism. And I think Nancy Myers, you were saying this the other day. She's more based in wish fulfillment. Yeah, like, I am a blonde white lady and I'm living my fantasy. I'm an anxious, rich white woman. Uh, It's like, what if a beautiful man came into my open concept kitchen? Where uh, everything is cream colored and cream I wear colored white turtlenecks. And I wear white turtlenecks. Honestly, this movie made me so upset. And I realized that it, when you told me it was Nancy Myers, mm-hmm. I knew immediately because I got my first period while watching Something's Gotta Give, which is another <laughs> Nancy Myers movie. And that was a horrifically humiliating experience. I got my first period listening to the thong song. For real? <laughs> yes, that's true. Whoa. You're an icon. I know. I was listening to it with my cousin and I went. I feel like I'm going to throw up, but not... <laughs> I didn't throw thong, up. Thong, 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 Yeah, that was just blasting. <laughs> it was on repeat on a big yellow boombox I had. Love it, love anyway, it. Anyway, listeners, email us with when you got your first period. Yeah, we want to know, when did you get your first period? <laughs> also, if was you, it as embarrassing for you as it was for us? And the also, answer is yes. If you're not someone who uh, menstruates, it, when did you get your first nocturnal emission? <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email. You had hellnocast at gmail.com. That's right. Um, do not send photo about anything. No, Don't send photos. Just, just with your words. Just be like, hey, you know what? Just with your words. This is how I feel, ladies. Anyway. We're uh, going gonna to get into this trash anyway, pile. Yeah, Nora Ephron, again, Nora Ephron's more grounded. Nancy Myers is more wish fulfillment. It's look at this beautiful house. Look at this great job. But it's also, even though she had the perfect job, she couldn't get it together. Yeah. Oh, question. Do you think Nancy Myers is an anxious middle-aged white lady? Yeah. How did you know? It's sort of like how Nora Ephron is a very kind of, is erudite the right word? Well, also she has since passed. Yeah. I would say erudite works Erudite woman, like quick-witted, observational humor kind of lady. Yeah. And And Nancy Myers is like, what if I fucked Jude Law in a cottage? Yes. Nancy Myers is what if, and this is more something he's going to give, but like what if Keanu Reeves showed up from the farmer's market? Ooh. I mean, we uh, would both enjoy that. That's Keanu, the, call us. Keanu we want to be your friend. I have admired you for, I just think you're great. I think you're a great person. I love the work that you do. Um, Point Break is my favorite movie. Keanu, we love you! Keanu, you also don't have to come to the podcast. I know you're, um, you don't, you aren't obligated to provide any labor for us, you provided enough with your art. Okay, so I love horror. Allie loves action. Tiffer, you're not really much of a movie guy. Tiffer Based- is our sound engineer. Yes, for hello. Reference. We love you. Welcome. Hi. So, Tiffer, based on the title alone, The Holiday, what do you think this movie is about? Mm-hmm. Is it British? <laughs> yeah. It's ca- actually, it's half British, yeah. Wait, that's really good. Great job. It's, they they call them holidays and not vacations over Ooh. there. I don't know if you knew that. I did. Correct. But I did. Yeah. I, yeah. And now for those of you who didn't know, now you know. Yeah. The more you know. Yes. Uh, well, that was Tiffer's pop culture osmosis. Anyway, let's get to the holiday. It is part British. It is. Uh, it's and we start, isn't it? Hello, uh, Hello governor. Because it begins with Kate Winslet <laughs> working at what, what, what? Newspaper? She works at the Telegraph, which is a newspaper in London. But here's my problem: the oh opening, right out of the gate, we have a problem because Kate Winslet. First of all, Kate Winslet is the best actor in this movie. Oh, she's we phenomenal! We know Kate Winslet is amazing. She's a great actor, and the her voiceover in the beginning really made me oh. mad because she's having a voiceover over Jack Black. Yeah, Jack Black is in this movie, and I love him. Oh yeah. 
and we'll get into that. It's wonderful, but yeah. But it's her voiceover over him playing piano, uh-huh. and she goes, "Love is blind," and I know that to be true. And it's specifically a showing Jack Black, who's not your typical uh, leading man, because he's not thin, he's not ripped. And I thought that was pretty mean. It's so mean. And like later in the movie, we visit Jack Black and he has like a uh, like girlfriend. A hot girlfriend a hot played girlfriend by Shannon and, and she's like, I don't know how she got with me. And it's like, that's so... Jack Black is cute as shit. I'm, Incredibly I love charming. Him. I love Jack Black. It's I my thoughts go to Jack. We love Jack Black. My thoughts go to the bit in School of Rock where he's like, "Cause I'm chubby and sexy, man," and that's real. Yeah, and I think part of Jack Black's charm is that he truly loves himself. Yeah, he it, knows what he's about. He knows what he's about. He knows his strengths, and that's part of what makes people attractive is yeah. their personality. Yeah, like you don't have to be a hottie patati. To get with someone, yeah. you can just be yourself. There are plenty of hottie patatis where the second you talk to them, you're like, oh no! Boring, boring hot guy. No, no, no! Yep. Um, or there are people who, it's not even no, it's just like, oh, I don't think this is going to work. And that's okay too. Yeah, I think there's a moment in the Mindy Project where Mindy Kaling says, my body is very attracted to your body, but every time you speak, my brain gets angry. Who does she say that to? Uh, I think it's Timothy Oliphant. Oh, I buy that. Because you hate him. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just, I don't. You love when he gets yelled at in Deadwood? That's true. Anyway, um, Timothy neither. Oliphant is not in this movie, no. but that starts off the film on a bad note for me. There's because, a whole monologue about love that yeah, is rude. Yeah, which is like, whatever, who cares? Um, these are all people that we we kind of don't care about, but we start with Kate Winslet, who plays a woman named Iris, who is this trope that we're going to talk about more, who is this stunning, smart, accomplished career woman, mm-hmm. happens to be a journalist, just yes. like Sally from When Harry Met Sally, yeah. who is somehow so naive and so desperate and so helpless with no agency in her own love life that she's in this horrible situation. Yeah. Also, they really want you to know it's British at the beginning. And you can tell it it feels less like someone British wrote it and more like, an American, An American person is wants, like, how? Because they're saying it's like, oh, it? what you shagging him? Blue man out. At one point, someone says, oh, blue mister. man out. That's true. Oh, I missed it. You meet that. Oh, I missed it. You meet that. Can't see it yourself. <laughs> At home. Can't see it yourself. Part of the family. Beautiful. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And so we find out that Kate Winslet was dating this guy. The bad guy from A Knight's Tale. That's right. We never remember his name. Sorry, Boo Boo. Um, bad guy from A Knight's Tale. And the Turns mo- and the, out. In this movie, his name is Jasper. Yes. We can call him Jasper because that's a, that's a name. Well, that, and, that's also a thing of like, it's British, isn't it? It's British, isn't it? Just reminds me of 101 Dalmatians, Horace and Jasper. Which one are they? They're Cruella DeVille's henchmen. Oh. Yeah. That's right. But anyway, we find out that Iris is hopelessly in love with Jasper, who is engaged to someone else, but continues to see Iris. Yeah. And he continues trying to like, also part of it, also part of it, it's the Christmas party. The party is happening. It's nighttime. And her boss or someone else at the paper is like, oh, did you finish that thing? And she's like, oh, almost. She didn't finish an article. Before, Before the, the car? Yeah. Why does she still work? You wouldn't have done doesn't that. Doesn't make sense. That, doesn't you wouldn't make have sense. done that. Um, but he comes in on her and he, uh, she gets him this grand gift. 
It's uh, a really thoughtful gift. She gets him like a first edition of, of like some, his favorite book some or something. Shitty book that doesn't matter. And, she, and he's like, "Oh, you're I really just hate wonderful." Him so much. Yeah, he's like, "Why are you so great?" He's so, and he doesn't tell her that he's engaged. He hasn't announced at the party. Yeah, their their boss announces it, which is like, "Why weird. does your boss care?" This is so. This is so much happening at, at one workspace. It's a lot of exposition. Yeah. Um, um, and, and then Iris goes home, and we see her on the train, and then she goes to this adorable little cottage, which brings up my biggest beef with this fucking movie. <laughs> Where is her cottage? Here's the thing. Okay, this is what... Later, it says, like, oh, she's in Cotswold. Um, and then we looked it up. That's about two and a half hours away from London, and we know I that she works in London. because literally she have tra- fists right now. She I'm has, so angry. Melanie has balled up her fists. Because we know she's in London because she's working at the Telegraph, but also part of the montage of her sadly going home is her, like, she's walking across a bridge and behind her is, like, Parliament. Right, (laughs) which means that she's walking around in London and you know what's not in London? Cottages! Yeah, and she has, like, a very uh, idyllic little cottage. It's her and and her dog. It's adorable. I also connect to this because it's, like, a lonely woman with a... A a lonely woman with a dog. With a dog, which is actually, like, a great life, so... Yeah. Whatever, Nancy. I don't... I think that cottage is adorable. She has a darling cottage. Anyway, she's heartbroken because Jasper, like, she really loves him. And she... There's a... I mean, I guess a trigger warning, but, like... There's kind of a suicide attempt that's played for a joke. Yeah, it's really not funny because no. she's just like, so and, sad. And uh, she's going to make some tea and she has a match and then she doesn't light it and just thinks for a moment, what if, and then blows out the matching. And she's like, oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, what are you doing? You sad, pathetic woman. Yeah, it's just uh, a little dramatic for what the situation is. It, it, it's not even that it's dramatic. It's just... Here's the thing. I think you can make jokes about subjects like that, but it's a it's how you do it and it's what how you are doing it. And that I wasn't offended by it. It was more just like why is this here? It, it doesn't felt, add. It didn't feel super funny. It just wasn't funny. No, Here's the thing. it wasn't funny. This is and a it comedy. Didn't add to the plot. I you don't laugh. No, I don't think I laughed once unless I, Jack Black was on the screen. Yeah, I. I would agree. Yeah. Um, so then we switch from Kate Winslet, sad, white, blonde, crying lady, to another sad, sad white, blonde, blonde lady. Not, not crying. crying. Because she can't cry. That's part of her character, and it's Cameron Diaz. Gross. I feel Cameron Diaz is miscast. I totally agree with you. She, um, She's great for... She, this role is a little too dramatic for her, I think. It's Here's the thing. Something I do appreciate about Cameron Diaz is that she does try to do stuff that might be out of, that challenges her. Yeah, she definitely like pushes out of her Like she was in a Spike com- Jones movie. Yeah, she pushes out of her comfort zone but for sure. But I, I still think her best work is Charlie's Angels and Shrek uh, and The Mask. I heard In Her Shoes is good, haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Um Don't but care. the thing is this character, it needs to be like Nancy Myers tends to write a sort of again, rich, anxious woman and this type of dialogue is best suited for like a Diane Keaton. And someone who you believe is a workaholic, but also um, frustrated and anxious with her life and angry. And she doesn't really come off as, like, angry. 
it's more she comes up she like has tantrums she acts like a child right and, and if i think part were, of it is if someone if they cast someone with a more stern disposition it would yeah. come off as frustration not a tantrum she doesn't really believe she's not super believable as this like because uh, a she's okay she's going through a breakup with edward byrne um yeah because he cheated on Burns, her with his secretary Edward, but yeah and, and she's so work obsessed that she works from home so she has a studio because oh she God. is in charge of editing trailers for a studio that's this, her job she lives in la her house is so gorgeous yeah it's beautiful yeah it's boring big old house i loved it give me a again cottage. wish fulfillment yeah um but uh and he in the speech it's also it's very um it's very the speech that he gives her when they're breaking up is very much I am a man who knows you and I'm going to tell you everything that's wrong with you and I'm glad I cheated on you bye-bye. And it's the classic thing of you always do this. You do this in every relationship and it's like how would you know? How would you know? You've like, been with her for a long time. They've been together. The premise of this relationship is that they've been together for a really really long time. Yeah, they I think it says like 5 years. More maybe. Yeah, and like so how would you know? Yeah. Also, it's, she's like, this is why I'm glad we never moved in together. We never blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the whole idea is that she doesn't let people... Oh, she self-sabotages relationships. Because she's so closed off emotionally. And it's she doesn't really give off... It's not so much she seems closed off. Cameron Diaz doesn't really give the vibe of, like, maybe anxious, somewhat nerdy, work-obsessed uh, woman. I do right. believe she's a committed career person, but... Honestly, it's just I agree. She with you gives that it's off miscast. a vibe of this is a girl who bullied you in high school. That's how I feel when I look at Cameron when I watch Cameron Diaz. Yeah, I don't necessarily get the bully vibe. I just I it's not that I don't take her seriously because I think she's really accomplished in comedy. It's just she's that fine. I feel I feel like her disposition is wrong for this role, and that's yeah. not to say that good actors with a different disposition couldn't play the role yeah. or someone who's similar to her couldn't play the role. I just don't buy it. I, she's not good enough to convince me. She just and seems I like hate, a brat. I hate placing I hate that value judgment on yeah. someone who's clearly like working hard, but like I don't buy it. I don't like calling another woman a brat, but that's her character in this movie. Yeah, well, it's not her. Maybe I don't know, Cameron. We don't know you. Sorry, um, Shrek is great. It's her finest work um, because we don't see her. No, I'm kidding. God. Um, but it, that was mean. So Cameron, I'm sorry. Anyway, Cameron, if you're she's listening. She's mad. And uh, she's a workaholic. And so um, she breaks up with her boyfriend, goes into her studio, and there was a great moment where Allie and I both saw Catherine Hahn come and on. We the yelled. We yelled, Catherine Hahn! We were, uh, honestly, Catherine Hahn is a dream in anything. Yeah. Everything she does is great. She is. She's so funny, so talented. Also, John Krasinski is in it. Yeah. And they play her editing team. Yeah, who she rants at. Yeah, and it's just, like, I know probably these people work together really closely, but it was kind of unprofessional. It was very unprofessional, because she was like, you know, women, we get stressed out more than men or something. Here's the thing. I'm sure this is, like, kind of right, but she mentions how they, they... what was it? Oh, it was, uh, there was this theory or some article that had come out that said women, unmarried women over 35 are more likely to be killed by terrorists. Oh, God. And at one point she goes, and now we have real terrorists. And I was like, huh? Yeah, both of us were like, uh, oh, what? Boy. That's also, ri- again, rich, white, lady. And even just like rich removed lady. Like, yeah. She's were... just so, 
she's in this LA bubble. And also something that we talked about, and this is this is why Cameron Diaz can never play a character like this, is because Cameron Diaz doesn't have rage. She doesn't have rage. No. She doesn't have range or rage. Like Nicholas- She doesn't have the range. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't have the range. <laughs> like Nicolas Cage. What? And I think that Nicolas Cage is the single greatest actor of our generation. I, and you can disagree with me if you what? want. But what? he's got rage. He can turn it on. He can turn it off. He can do drama. He can do comedy. He's incredible. He can also do action. See Mandy. It was great. Um, but also, what? he's got that rage in him where like, when Nicolas Cage gets angry on screen, you believe that he is angry. When Cameron Diaz gets angry on screen, we're just kind of like, stop whining. She's annoyed. Right. Do you think Nicolas Cage should have been in this movie? Absolutely. I think he should have been casting Cameron Diaz's role. I would much rather have seen a romance between Nicolas Cage and Jude Law. Okay. No, I don't feel great about the idea that we're giving a woman's role to a man in this scenario. Yeah, but I think Nicolas Cage would be a much better lover to Jude Law. What? (laughs) No. I mean, he wouldn't be rapey. Yes. Okay. Let's get into this. Yeah. So. Also, trigger warning for we said the word. Yeah. Uh, but so wait, we're going to talk this about. This is something we need to discuss because yeah. it made me so mad. It made me mad too. And it's really messed up. And yeah. we're, it happens later. But basically what happens between now and then is Iris and Cameron Diaz. Her name doesn't matter. Oh, they, what's her name? It doesn't matter. They <laughs> do a house swap. So. Kate Winslet is going to go to L.A. for the holidays, for Christmas and New Year's. There's some uh, website where Kate had listed her house. And like, uh, oh, this is a thing where part of Cameron Diaz's whole speech to her coworkers is like, I need a vacation. She even says that. Yeah, she does. I need a vacation. She even says it just like that, too. Because I'm, yeah, I'm good at, I'm a good at, look, I should have been in this movie. Yes. No, I was 15. It would have been inappropriate. It's okay. And so, you know, we meet Jack Black, who works with Cameron Diaz's ex, Uh because he's a composer for movies. And Cameron Diaz's ex is a, what does he do? Who cares? Something. Um, And so... Jack Black is with this woman played by Shannon Sossaman who is played to be out of his league which is a concept that I disagree with because I listen I would date Jack Black he's really funny and he's really nice we would both date Jack Black yes in a heartbeat Jack if you're listening not right now it's not the right time we're so happy for you he (laughs) fell do you know he fell in love like I think they met in high school or something like like, they they were not high school sweethearts but they like kind of knew each other when they were young Time passed, they split, they met back up, and it was like, oh, it was you. It was, you're the one. So it's like when Harry met Sally, but for Jack Black. When Jack met, I don't know his wife's name. Ooh. It's okay. Well, I'm sure she's okay with honestly, that. Honestly, the only reason to watch this movie is Jack Black. Yes. Um, uh, well, so, that's not true. Okay. Well, there's other things. So there's some the, redeeming Anyway, <laughs> there's a website, and what happens, it's one of my least favorite slash favorite things in rom-coms is people ridiculously typing and speaking out loud what they are thinking and typing. Yes. So she's like, vacation far away. You know, Allie, it's because we, can, we can't um, be bothered Vacations to for single women. That banging noise is Allie pretending to type on and the that's table. And that's also how we're weird to believe. Anyway, Cameron Diaz finds this thing where it's like a house swap. Yes. And it's... Uh, uh, what's her? Kate Winslet's cottage. 
And the idea is like, this: you're going to switch everything, everything for two weeks. And it's like, how soon can you start? It's like, how how does tomorrow work? Tomorrow's great. Which doesn't make any no. sense. How do you orchestrate an international house swap? They're in that 12 short hours of- apart. No you, more. What How about fa- your keys? What about your keys? It makes no sense. Um, also, Caitlin's it's totally cool just being like, here's stranger, here's my dog. Yeah, which was a little weird. So Cameron Diaz gets to the UK mm-hmm. and there's a bit where she gets a car from the airport and it drives her. And then the car says, oh, I can't drive you to the cottage because I would have to turn around and it's too snowy and my car would get stuck. So she has to trod all the way from this little village to this cottage in the middle of fucking nowhere Cotswolds. Yeah. And it's funny because she's in heels and it's snowy. (laughs) You know what's fun is when we don't really want to give a beautiful woman a joke. But we do want to make her clumsy. We do want to let people to know that this is a comedy and she is funny. So we're going to make her fall over. Yeah. And, and the joke is that she's pretty. And pretty people don't fall. <laughs> they don't fall over. They're just so well balanced. Their cores are really strong. Which Their is cores are so strong. Pretty. Then they know balance and rhythm because they're so busy having sex. I guess so. Yes. You raise a valid point. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm a scientist. Anyway... Uh, I will say I liked Cameron's coat. <laughs> All of Cameron Diaz. No, that's not true. Some of her outfits are great. Some of them are terrible. But she gets to this little cottage, and it's kind of this this thing where she's like annoyed with how small it is, and she just can't fit in, and everything's wrong, and she doesn't know what to do. And later that day, <laughs> Jude Law knocks on the door because yeah. surprise, surprise, Kate Winslet is his sister and lets him crash there when he's too drunk. Yeah. And this is, if, you, if you're going to be upset by listening to this scene, I recommend that you just tune out now because this is the scene where something really Ugh. not okay. This is, base, this is sexual assault is yeah. what happens. Well, she's rude to him. Um, no, she's, first of all, she's rude. That's not part of the assault. But he's clearly so drunk and she decides that it's okay for her to take advantage of this drunk man, yeah. sleep with him, and tell him it's because he won't remember Yes, her. specifically because she okay. has a whole thing where she's, they accidentally kiss because he's drunk. She's like, yeah, you can crash well, here. Well, it's not an accident. No, but, uh, but yeah, they, uh, it's an accident in quotes because it's a rom-com. Yeah. Um, they, he, she lets him pick an eyelash off of her eye which is like, I'm sorry, if that. I'm in another country staying at someone's house and a strange drunk man locks on, knocks on my door, do you know what I'm not doing? Letting, Letting him, him touch my face. Not even if it's Jude Law. Not even if it's Jude Law. Yeah. I would make an exception for Jack Black, but not if it's Jude Law. <laughs> He's too pretty for me. You don't trust it? No. Nope. Um, anyway. Too symmetrical. What, what happens is she's like, okay, you can crash here. Um, as she's saying goodbye to him, they... Like sort of, there's some contrived reason that they kiss, and she's like, "Hey, do you want to have sex?" And she lists part of the reason as like, "I'm sad, and you're drunk, so you won't remember it anyway." That's not a reason to have like that's assault. Yeah, that's assault. That's assault. You should not be sleeping with someone who is too drunk to say no. Before they have sex, she's like, "Hey, let me know when I'm sober." Yep. 
that's that's wrong and then they wake up the next morning and they're like ha 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 we did it yeah jokey joke and the messed up part is too is that this movie plays it off like it's like a meat cute yes and it's not a meat cute no. and if you watched a scene where a man did this to a woman it would clearly be played the other way yes. and there shouldn't be this double standard no nobody should take advantage of anybody in this way it's no. really upsetting and it's so awful and the worst part is they almost in the context of movies they almost had like again not a good thing but like it was they didn't even try like nor a lot of times when they try to do a scene like this in movies both of the people are drunk right which is also not great right but in this one she's sober she's dead sober um like they you've seen her you see her have like a glass of wine but it's also very clearly, like, very clear that she's like, I can't even drink. I'm so sad. Right. Um, and and there's another... It takes this a step further because this movie glorifies Cameron Diaz for taking advantage of a, a drunk person that she doesn't know. Yeah. And... It has Jude Law drive drunk like it's no big deal. Very cash about that. Um... This movie is bad. It's not good. And so we switch from this horrible shit show. What is... Here's the thing. The Cameron Diaz part of this movie, it's a horror movie about this terrible woman who, like, fucks up this village. She tries to drive when she doesn't know how to drive. Oh, yeah, on the wrong side of the road. And she's like, you're driving on the wrong side of the road. She's talking to herself out loud as it's happening, as if it's the world's problem that she is doing something no one asked her to do. Yeah, also, with what international driver's license, by the way? Also, what car? What car? Where'd she get a car? A red Mini Cooper. Yeah, I don't know. Is that Kate Winslet's car? Why didn't we see Kate Winslet in that car? Well, if she had a car, why is she taking the fucking tube to work? What's, I don't know. What in the, this movie makes no sense. This movie doesn't make any goddamn the sense. The geography's all wrong. Everything about this is wrong. Anyway, it cuts from that fucking horror movie to what I... The, the movie... This part of the movie I actually kind of like. Because again, Nancy Myers is wish fulfillment. It's what if you took a vacation and you ended up in a giant LA mansion with a beautiful, like any DVD you ever wanted, you could watch whatever movies you want. There's a beautiful pool. Everything is taken care of for you by the staff. By the staff. The bedroom, because she's like, oh God, it's so bright. I'm so jet lagged. There are blackout curtains. Amazing. Oh my God. The room is pitch black. You could fall asleep forever. It's See, this is... While watching it, I said this is my dream about five times. Yes, can confirm. <laughs> but but part of why this storyline in the movie isn't as bad is because Kate Winslet is able to play this very sweet, shy, unassuming woman who's having the time of her life for the first time in who knows how long. Yes, Kate Winslet's story is more... They're trying to play it off as two women switching sort of switching lives and finding themselves and finding strength within themselves that they didn't know they had. How like I think they're trying to play it more as Cameron finds some kind of vulnerability that she didn't have and Kate finds a strength she didn't know she had. And I agree with that as the concept, but I think the ex- the execution <laughs> the execution is poor. Yes, cuz what it seems like is Cameron Diaz is a kind of mean lady who should really talk to a therapist. Oh, 100%. Terrorizes this small place in the Cotswolds. Uh, and Kate Winslet is a very depressed woman who loves a big house, which I connect to. <laughs> I wonder why. I Look, that's, that's all I want, man. Sorry, was um, that read too deep? No. Okay. It's okay. If someone else said that about me, I'd be like, what? But we're best friends. We're so best friends. So I can friends. shit talk you however much I want. 
At my funeral, she's like, we all knew it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no. Pour oh, one out for this crazy bitch. Um, yeah, so, so Kate Winslet's storyline is great. She also... She's exploring around. She sees an elderly gentleman walking past the driveway. Played by Eli Wallach. Yes, who turns out to be an, their elderly neighbor named Arthur, mm-hmm. who's a sweetheart. I loved him. Honestly, great character. I loved this whole storyline. It was. And she also meets Jack Black. Yeah. And his girlfriend. And they're both so nice to each other because they're nice people in yeah. the movie. Although he does say, because it, it, it's windy, and he pulls out like a he's like oh you got a leaf or something in your eye or whatever he gets it out and he's like oh yeah it's the santa annas you know what they say when the santa annas blow all bets are off anything can happen is this movie okay here's a question what does nancy myers believe that if you get something in an in your eye and a man helps you get it out of your eye that's the man you have to fuck for the rest of your life yes she married an optometrist did she really? No, I made that up. Oh, I don't know. You are the one who knows all the fun facts. I don't, I don't know enough know about Nancy Myers. As far as I'm concerned, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony <laughs> <laughs> <Nanthony> Myers, Anthony Myers, Anthony Michael Hall. Um, We're calling her Anthony Myers. Anthony Myers. Anthony Myers. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I can't get over an Anthony. Oh, one. God. Strong, strong name for a strong oh, lass. Oh, shit. As far as I'm concerned, Nancy. Nancy. <laughs> what are you trying to say to me right now? Oh, it's not even that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Myers is married to a cream-colored turtleneck, as far as I know. Oh, the horror. Yeah. But uh, the Kate Winslet story is actually very nice, because she has a nice time in this. She befriends Jack Black. She, and it's a true friendship. Yes. They don't have that attraction to each other. They actually become friends yeah. and enjoy each other's company. They like to go to lunch. They, uh, Eli They're, Wallach is an old sort of movie writer and producer in this movie, but also like in real life. But um, uh, she sees him walking by himself. And normally he's walking with someone like a caregiver. Mm-hmm. And she's out driving. Also, and why is she driving? And she's like, sir, do you know, can I help you? Anyway, yeah, she helps him. Because he's an elderly person who is lost and yeah. looks distraught. And you should help someone who yes. looks like that. And so they do when they become friends. He recommends movies to her and she really loves it. Yeah, Jack and they Black have recommends, a really sweet friendship uh, between the three of them. They yes. all start hanging out. This Again, this is my dream. I go on vacation. It's a big, beautiful house. I can watch movies. I befriend an old man and all of his old man friends. Well, they have a Hanukkah party. Oh, I want to go. They're legit. What can I say? Say, I already know the stuff. Invite me to your Hanukkah party, please. I've invited you to Hanukkah so many times. It's true. I've been. You have been to a Hanukkah party. <laughs> it's great. You've made latkes at my house You with me. texted me once, hey, there's a latka. Do you want it? And I ran to your apartment. That's true. Can confirm. And I invited I you to Christmas. It was not the same vibe. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so they're, they're having this really lovely friendship to watch. And then we find out that Jack Black's hot girlfriend left him. Yes. And well, not quite that she left him, that he's what? talking to all the old men and he's like, I don't understand how a girl like that is with a guy like me. And then I'm... Contriv- contrivance? 
Yeah. Yeah, contrivance of all contrivances. He, while they're at Blockbuster, also R.I.P. Blockbuster, I miss uh, the days of the Blockbuster Truly. video store uh, were great. But also there are, there are still local video stores. Go support them. Um, okay. Shout out to Casa Video in Tucson. Yeah, Casa Video and the Casa Video Film Bar. They're not sponsoring us, but we are OG patrons. We love you. We love you, Casa Video. Love you very much. Um, anyway, Jack Black is like, because he's a composer for films. He writes he writes the score for films. Uh, that's the job. <laughs> um, anyway. He, it's a very sweet scene that yeah. I we both really enjoyed. Yeah, he's going through and showing her different movies and talking to her about the score, and it's really delightful yeah. because it's really nice to yeah. watch someone be excited about something they care about and share it with. There you. are versions of the scene that don't quite get it right, where they kind of feel like it can feel like someone. It feels like mansplaining. Yes, and this did a not lot of times like it's that. like, have you listened to this record? Do you need to listen to this record? And, like, Jack Black does have a joke of, like, I'm going to test you on this later, but it's very clear that, that that's a joke. And, again, it's a nice scene of someone It's two people enjoying about each other's something. company. Yeah, it's, we enjoy, I want, I am excited about this. This is something you seem interested in. This is something I want to share with you. Yeah, honestly. And she's interested. This movie should have just focused on Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and Eli Wallach, and just scrapped the whole Cameron Diaz, Jude Law bit. Yeah. Because, that would, that's how you fix this movie. Yeah, that's how you fix of, it. Get rid of the secondary story. We line. don't care. I don't care. No, no, I don't. Because um, it's also the DVD kept skipping during their parts, and we were like, don't care. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Um, well, I mean, just because they were dumb as it was. They also don't really have, besides the fact that she assaulted him in the first sort of, in their quote, meet cute. Um, and that he, he says, Jude Law. These words come out of this man's mouth to Cameron Diaz's character. He says, I think you're the most interesting person I've ever met. And I, you can confirm this. I probably said too loudly, really? Yeah. Oh, Melanie was mad and so was I. She's the most interesting person you've ever met? What What about your fucking sister? Your sister. Also, you have two children. Okay, it is revealed because they keep like hooking up. They keep hooking up. They're having a beautiful, wonderful time. They're having like little flings. And then and Cameron Diaz she... pushes him away and she's like, oh, well, you're just my vacation fling. It doesn't matter. And then she has a change of heart, shows up to his house uninvited. How does she know where he lives? I don't know. And she's like, hey, I was really, I'm sorry about earlier. I shouldn't have said that. I was wondering, do you want, and then you hear noises in the background and she's like, oh, is somebody here? And he says yes because he's clearly upset. Yes, that this person has invaded his private. And space. she's like, "Oh, he is already sleeping with someone." But then the door opens, and it's two little girls. Hello, little- dads. Daddy, Dad, daddy, can we have some hot chocolate? Daddy, can we have some hot chocolates? Who is this? Daddy, who's this? Is this your friend? You should come in and have hot chocolate with us. Daddy, can I have marshmallows? We got to say we were very charmed by these tiny British children. Yeah. Well, any small child saying anything in any kind of language that's not American English is very cute. And, then and little, even American, American English oh, kids are cute. But like, cute. have you ever heard little kids speak Russian? It's actually very cute. What? Yeah. Google it. I, I'll do it later. Okay. But I believe you. Any little kid being like, Daddy, can you please do Mr. Napkinhead? Yeah. It's okay. very cute. Anyway, she comes in to, and has like a very... 
nice little time with them. They they immediately accept her. Right, which is to <sighs> me strange no! that two young girls whose mother passed away yeah. would be so open to this stranger. Look, as someone even before but look, okay, we're going to get we're going to get into it. Look, if as someone, even if your parents say your one of your parents hasn't passed away, but even if your parents are split and a new person comes in, you're not always super psyched. Especially if it's the really? parent that no. you're... Really? No. Tell me more. Especially if it's the parent that you're probably closer to. Um, like, I'll speak from personal experience. When men hit on my mom, oh, it was... Oh, like, Tiny Alley was not cool with that. Makes sense. I was furious. There was a family friend that used to joke, like, oh, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to go give your mom a smooch before I go. And I would just scream. <laughs> I wouldn't is, have... I it's wouldn't a have little a, bit funny, but it's also... Oh. oh yeah, I wouldn't have words. I would just go no, like I just sorry couldn't to, verbalize. Sorry to the headphones. Sorry to the headphone wearers listening. Sorry to everyone listening for both the times or all the times that we have both screamed during this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it makes sense. And then um, Karen and Diaz has another storyline where she talks about being the child of divorce. Oh yeah, where she was like, "I didn't see it coming. We had the perfect family." That, just okay, like, mm. that's untrue. I'm sorry. Any person whose parents divorced, you know. You know it's coming. Yeah. Kids are the first to notice that something is up. Yeah, because they're learning the norms of their world, and if the balance is off, they're going to know. You're checking with your parents all the time, even like unconsciously, because they're your reference point for how adults behave in the world. So when something is up with them, you notice. And like, yeah, I'm sorry. So that says more about how she is a selfish person. Yeah. Was probably very a selfish child. Yeah. Um, and that feels rude to say about a child, but it says something about her. Some children are selfish. And she has, anyway, she hasn't cried since then. She hasn't cried. Which also, like, I don't think crying is necessarily a good marker of emotion. No. Because some people cry all the time and some people barely cry. It doesn't mean that they don't process emotion. Yeah. It's 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 a very dumb thing. It's the only reason. It's so when she cries at the end, we're like, <laughs> She barely cries, and that's like that that stupid. Uh, I just hate that trope of like, they can't cry, but when love is there, they finally can. Like, fuck you. It's a big fuck you from from us. Yeah, that's a big no, thank you. A big fuck you. Uh, anyway, she also gets kind of shitty with him for not telling him. Yeah, telling she her. gets angry with him that he didn't tell her that he was widowed and had two children, which is like, first of all, not your call. Second of all, not your business. Not your business. Also, what are you what's your end game here, yeah. Diaz? Why do you need to know that? I thought he was just a fling. Yeah. You also clearly have never cared about this man's well-being. No, never. So why would you why is he beholden to you in terms of like everything about his life? I mean, he's not. She is selfish. She's incredibly selfish. After this it goes back to California where oh, we find uh, out Sorry, also oh. I will say something she says in that scene. Um she goes, "I'm not going to fall in love with you." Uh, but Yeah, heard that before. Yuck. In like a billion other movies that were probably And then watch. and then she goes I'm not sure I can even fall in love. Okay. I hate, I hate, I hated this movie. Yeah. Um, but then we go back to the storyline that we like. Yeah. And we find out that Eli Wallach is uh, 
being summoned for an, a lifetime achievement award, basically. From the writer's guild. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. doesn't want to go, and Kate Winslet convinces him to go, and it's very sweet. He's like, yeah. well, I'm so old, I don't think I could walk it, I don't think I could walk down the aisle or up the stairs. Yeah. And so they train together, yeah. and it's very, very sweet. It's She has him come over to her pool, and like... She's so kind to uh, this stranger. Yes. Like, this is the kind of movie that I want to see. I know, I <laughs> loved... This movie is the, my favorite one i loved i just kept writing down i love this story right and he even tells her at one point you know it's kind of like a lame metaphor but he says you're playing the best friend when you should be the leading lady in your own life yes and she cries and she's like i've been to so many therapists and no one has summed it up that well which i kind of had a problem with but you know yeah i mean um, it it all depends on how you view the world, and sometimes you find wisdom in unlikely places. Yes. Um, um, but her friendship with Jack Black is growing. Mm-hmm. They go to dinner before this. Oh thing, my god! And I didn't th- even explain what happened at the blockbuster. <laughs> Did I? No, we didn't. <laughs> at the blockbuster, we find out that Jack Black's hot girlfriend, played by Shannon Sossamon, he sees her through the window, has been cheating on him with yes, someone else, and that's what happens and he's really upset so he they hang out he and kate winslet and they both decide like hey we are over these dumb people who have hurt our feelings and we're gonna stand up to them and so we're it comes to this moment where it's almost at the the writers guild award Mm -hmm. and they're both gonna go to support arthur but he has to go talk with what's her name who doesn't matter because she called him and said she made a mistake yeah oh at the same time uh jasper who has sent um, he has Kate sent- Winslet bits of his book for her to review. He's right. still asking her for labor. Right. He Trying shows to up. Her. He shows up at this house in LA. First of all, how did he get the address? Well, I don't know. No, Creepy he knows the address because she sent it to him because he oh, had to send the book. Oh, because she mailed it. Oh, he had to send right. her the book. Because yeah, because like as soon as she get there, gets there, he calls her and he's like. Hello, love. Would you mind looking at pages from my book? He doesn't say it like that. I just. Hey, uh, uh, you want to look at this book then? Would you like to look at my book, love? Captain Jack Sparrow. Looking at my book. These the books, the pages of the books that we will be reading. You ever look at a book (laughs) and think, "Oh God, do I love the Queen?" God save the queen. Uh, My good man. That's so Canada. (laughs) (laughs) All of my British friends are going to stop being friends with me. They listen to this. Oh, Brad, you have British friends. Yeah, fuck you. I'm international. Oh, God. Anyway. Shout out to the British friends. What's up, baby? Hello, hello. (laughs) So... Jasper shows up at the house in L.A. at the worst moment he could possibly show up. And he says, I want to be with you. You're the one I've been wanting. All this really and at this nice p- stuff to yeah. hear that's actually meant to manipulate her because he doesn't want to let her go from under his thumb. Yeah. And at this point, she Jack Black is like, oh, I have to go check something out with my girlfriend. Yeah. And so she's kind of sad. And she at one point had kind of set aside Jasper's manuscript and now is looking at it again. But only because he's there. Yes. Because he said, why didn't you look at my pages? And she's like, because I'm on vacation. So he... He says he says a lot of stuff that sounds nice about running away together and, they, like, and how much kiss he cares. on the couch. Yeah. And she 
realizes she she has an aha moment where she's like well are you gonna leave the woman you're engaged to to be with me and he said what was that i wish you could just accept how confused i am about yeah and that was the moment where her character decided to stand up for herself and that was also the moment where i decided i hated this movie even more because first of all a bit of of, of advice for anyone listening. Yeah. Um, if someone won't make a commitment to you, mm-hmm. but they'll use you for your body and your support and mm-hmm. they won't give you that support in return. Yeah. And then when you ask them for commitment, they say that shit. Ooh. They're not worth your time. They're not worth your time. They're a bad they person. They try to make you feel bad for... If they... It, uh, it, this comes up in Twilight. Uh, it's a manipulation uh, technique where a common thing Edward always says to Bella of like, don't you know how difficult this is for me? Shut can't up, you, Edward! Can't you understand how hard this is? God. And it's like, if it's so hard, break up with me. Date someone else. That's not my problem. Yeah. Don't make me feel bad that loving me, if loving me is so hard, don't, don't love me. Yeah, go away. Fuck and this, you. Yeah, agreed. And we'll, we'll get to Twilight. If anyone makes you feel like loving you is a burden, they don't love you. Yeah, agreed. In the, in the words of Marishka Hargitay in literally any episode of SVU, honey, that's not love. But so, <laughs> so Kate Winslet has asked, this moment. She's like, she, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Are you not broken Are, up? Yeah, you're still engaged, bro? And you're still engaged? And uh, he's like, uh, 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 and that's when she's like, oh, Okay, and it's a very actually kind of cute moment. She's a great actress. She is, and she has this She very, makes this work. Yeah, because- It's it, ridiculous. If Cameron it Diaz did it, it would sound like a tantrum. Yeah. But this doesn't sound like a tantrum. It sounds like her finally mm-hmm. gaining the courage and having the self-worth to tell this jerk off yeah. who's been manipulating her for years to shove off. Yeah. And I loved it. And she's like, I've- I'm finally, she even says, I'm finally over you. I'm finally out of love with you. Please leave. And it's great. Yeah. She's like, I have somewhere to be. You're wasting my time. Get out. And she goes to, um, uh, Eli Wallach's like event. And it's very sweet. And Jack Black shows up just in the nick of time. Yeah. And he's like, good news. It's over. And while they're like, Eli Wallach is getting up to give his little speech, which is very cute. Um, uh, <laughs> Which Jack Black is like, oh, what are you doing for New Year's? And she's like, oh, um, I'm going to be back in England in New Year's. That's perfect. That's like a perfect Kate Winslet. And perfect. he's like, hey, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell <laughs> exactly. That's how it happened. That was a really good Jack Black. You don't even have to see the movie. That's how it happened. Yes. Um, <laughs> so oh, anyway, they... he's like, oh, I've never been to London. And... And it's very cute because yeah. you can tell these two people really like each they other. They legitimately have chemistry. They do. And when she's like, I would, he's like, if I'm over there, would you want to go out with me? And she says, I would love it. And they kiss. And it's really cute. Yeah. Well, also, let me just say for the record, Jack Black would have chemistry with a paper bag. And you know how Star. I know that? Because he was in the movie Shallow Hal and he acted with Gwyneth Paltrow, Ooh. who is a wet blanket human. I... Uh, I, I That's a strong opinion, but I'm sticking to it. I that movie is so bad. Um, that being said, we go back to Cameron's fucking storyline. <laughs> no. Oh, another thing he says to her because she's like, well, it's probably wouldn't work out anyways because they even say all these like cliches should have like we're worlds apart and 
Yeah, because oh. she's finally going back to the U.S. in the car that said it couldn't pick her up at the cottage. It picks her, her up at, at the cottage. cottage. It picks her up at the cottage. What oh. fucked up crazy universe does this woman lived in? Also, it's the same driver, too. So if he picked me up, I would have been like, hey, remember how you made me walk miles in the snow by myself in a foreign country? Yeah. You jagweed. Why did she hire the same person? Because she's stupid. Also, um... Something he, one of the last things he says to her, Jude Law says to Cameron, is from the moment I met you, it's been an adventure. And I'm like, what? How? How? An adventure in self-loathing? You stayed in the same town and he, she was mean to you. So she's in the car. Um, she's in the car driving away. And she starts taking off her clothes because she's flushed. Yeah. Which <sighs> is like, I'm sorry. Don't do that. The poor driver is like, are you okay? What's going on? And actually, I don't judge that because sometimes you overheat and you have to remove certain articles of clothing. And I say this as someone Mm, who yesterday overheated overheated in her car. And uh, you're welcome slash I'm sorry to anyone who saw inside of my car. You're welcome, probably. You're welcome. You saw my full bra, baby. Oh, that's also something. Um, they wake up at one point, um, this is before she leaves, but Cameron Diaz wakes up in bed with, um, Jude Law and she covers herself. She's like embarrassed that she saw, he saw her in her bra. Yeah. Like this man has been inside you. You can show him your titties. You're fine. He's fine. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Maybe that was a little graphic, but that's that how was, I feel. Maybe that was rude. And I know people have to, but like. He respects her boundaries. She respects none of his. Right. And that's why them being interested in each other makes no sense unless it's played from a... It's a horror movie. Horror or dramatic self-destructive cycle. Yeah. This is... It's it's a sad thing about this man who, like, his wife died. He's raising two children on his own. And he, he work. He's a single parent. He works full time. He works full time. He's all of a sudden having to do all of the things that he relied on his partner to do. Yeah. And now his sister is gone, and this monster of a woman won't leave him alone. Yes. And uh, also, he says at one point because I, I wrote this down because I he he tries to say it as like a thing of oh I'm. I'm so silly now. And he goes, I sew and I have a cow because there's a cow in the yard. And that's supposed to be like, that's another Nancy Myers wish fulfillment of like, what if a man could sew and had a live sad livestock? Yeah. Do you know what? A lot of men can sew and a lot of men own livestock. Yeah. That's what life is on the ranch. It's what life is outside of any city. Yeah. Just go to a... Just go outside. Sorry, but yeah, I, no, go fucking outside. Get out of just get, get out of here. Anyway, get out of here. Anyway, she's crying in the car, and she's like, "Stop the car!" And he's like, "Madam, we can't drive back, even though." How did you pick her up at the cottage if you can't turn around? We don't know. It's, the whole thing is contrived so that she can run all the way through... The snow in stilettos. In stilettos. Back through to the, the village, cottage. Back to the cottage. And she's like, hey, I really like you or whatever. I really, 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 really like you. And I want you... Do you want me me to? Carly, we love you. Carly. Carly Carly Ray, if you're listening. Carly. Carly Ray, please don't sue us for copyright infringement. You are phenomenal. I love you. You are a pop queen. Um, The song Too Much 
it's not too much. More like, I can't get enough. Not enough. Anyway, thank you. Um, so they decide that they're okay with each other. And so the movie cuts to New, New Year's. Year's. And Cameron is there for New Year's. In the ugliest dress I've ever seen. Oh, it's very uh, 2000s. Very mid 2000s. When they were like, what if uh, every dress was made out of t shirt material? And what if every strapless <laughs> dress had a flat neckline and <sighs> spaghetti straps? Yes. Oh, just awful. It's not flattering on anyone. No. It's what if we made, what if no matter what, no matter who put this on, they didn't feel good about their body? Accurate. That's, that's basically what that's the 2000s, what the 2000s was about. Were. But uh, also, everyone seems super cool because uh, Jude Law's there with his kids. Cameron's there, Jack Black is there, and Kate Winslet is there. And they're just one big happy family. And they're laughing. Cameron they're laughing. and Kate are laughing. They're like best friends Why now. Why are they friends? They've they haven't met, talked This is the all. first time they've ever met. The only time, in fact, the only other time they, that they actually talk... Is to set up the swap. Is to set, A, they set up the swap, but then also at one point she calls... Oh, that's right. Um, she calls... Uh, uh, I think Cameron calls her. Yeah. Whatever. And in it, it's a joke of, like, uh, call waiting, and Kate keeps messing it up because she has her brother on call waiting. And through the way they're talking to, about each other, because, like, Cameron is like, oh, did your brother, what did he, how is he, how is he doing? Because they're both too immature to speak to each other about the uncomfortable sexual encounter they had. Yes. And then, so what happens is Kate is like, I can't believe you had sex with this woman. And then she's still on the phone with Kate, with uh, Cameron. It's like, a classic gag. From yeah. the, it's a classic gag from the before time. Yes. And so the, oh, as far as we know, why would they be friends? Also, she doesn't, like, based on that interaction, she wouldn't be psyched that her brother, befri- not befriended, had sex with this woman. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be happy with it. Also, like, the if, reason if I found that she out, rented my cottage was to get away from men. Why would you do this? Yeah. Also, if I found out how that what that woman did to him, I'd be like, oh, she's not allowed at my house. Oh, if I found out what that woman did to if my brother, if yeah. that ever happened to one of my brothers, you can best believe. Yeah. I would get all Law and Order SVU up in there. Oh. The authorities would be called. Tests would be run. Lives would be ruined. Yeah. Not my brother's life, but her life, because yes. I would ruin it for her. Yes. That's where we stand on this. Yeah. That, uh, that behavior is never okay. No matter what gender you are, no matter who you're doing it to, it is never okay. It, it, yes. We hated this movie. We did. Well, we but, hated half of this right, movie. Right. And the, the thing is, is even without that uncomfortable sexual encounter, Cameron Diaz's storyline is still shitty. It's so boring. It's she leaves one man and then goes with a different man, and uh, what does she learn? She doesn't really learn anything. No, she doesn't learn. What anything. is her story? What does she learn? Uh, to cry. <sighs> oh, I don't care about that. It's a big. Who cares? Right, and the reason we care about Kate Winslet's storyline is because she doesn't hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. She's all, she's nice. She's there to enjoy her time. Yeah. And she wants to make the people that she knows have a good time, too. Yes. And she learns how to stand up for herself, and she gains self-worth. That's a movie that I enjoy watching. Same. Because it's about someone empowering themselves out of a messed up situation. Yes. It's about someone recognizing their own kindness and vulnerability as a strength. Right. And Whereas the Cameron- other character, Cameron Diaz, sees those aspects of her. I mean, I guess they both learn that 
emotion and vulnerability can be a form of strength, but they learn it in such different ways. Yeah, and and I just don't, I just, oh, I didn't like the Cameron Diaz part of this movie. No, that's how I, that's how you and I would both fix this movie is yeah. to just scrap all of that garbage. I will say of the two situations, which would you rather have? Would you rather go to a cottage and have a, a honestly consensual romantic sexual thing with Jude Law or would you rather go to a big mansion and hook up with Jack Black. Neither. I'd rather go to a cottage by myself <laughs> with nobody. <laughs> Maybe my boyfriend. Yeah. He, you're invited too, Dan. But like, <laughs> other than that, I'd pretty much want to be by myself, I think. Oh. If I'm going, if I'm swapping with someone, yeah. like, I would just want to be somewhere private. Oh, I'd see. I'd want to go to the. I'd want to do the Kate Winslet thing. That makes sense for you. Though, I like. A, you want blackout curtains. I want blackout curtains. I want to take a nap all day. I want to watch nice movies. I want to make friends. I want to go to a Hanukkah dinner with some nice old men. Fair. I want to hang out with Jack Black and we could talk about movies. I, I like it. I like that type of stuff. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you think this movie was romantic? No. Well, I kind of liked the Kate Winslet part, but. It wasn't. I felt that like wasn't it really was, romantic. It, it was, was more. Sweet. It was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Was like we weren't necessarily only rooting for their love. No, we were. We wanted. What worked about it is we wanted both of them to find happiness. Right. Whether it was with each other or someone else. We wanted both of them to see their own value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this movie was sexy? No. Hard pass. No. Also. Cameron and Jude have very different. They don't really have chemistry, and they have very different sexual energies. What I, energy would you say they both have? Okay, I don't know. Gross. Um, That's. Uh, I'll allow it. The court yeah. allows it. No. Um. I don't know. I. It's just when you saw them kiss, it was like. And here's the thing. I don't know how anyone makes kissing look good on screen. Because here's a. Uh, a lot of times, stuff that feels good does not look good, and stuff that looks good does not feel good. Uh, so that's that's a fun little thing about making artwork and portraying romance on screen but that's a thing but they both seem to be on different pages regarding how like how the kissing should work how they were into each other for like it wasn't even oh these are two hot actors that i don't mind watching make out it was kind of like all right well they did this because they were asked to yeah i agree with that yeah and and what also bothers me about that too is that I don't necessarily want to change the storyline with Kate Winslet and Jack Black, but also why can't Jack Black be the person that you have a one night stand with and then fall for when you get to know them? Yes. And it's because of his body. Yeah. Which makes me upset because that's the person portrayed in the film that you would probably want to spend more of your time with. Yeah. Like dating a single parent is notoriously difficult. For all involved. Yeah. For the parent, for the kids, for the person dating them. Yeah. It's also, a real commitment that you need to want to make to the parents and the children. That being said, single parents are 100% worthy of dating and like. Oh, absolutely. Love. Date whoever you want. But for people dating single parents, what they maybe don't understand is that they're getting into something that's serious already yeah. because the kids are non negotiable. Yeah. You're always going to come second to the kids as you should. Agreed. Yeah. 
And you have to understand that and want to have those children be a part of your life. Cameron Diaz's character does not have any of that attitude. She, I think she says at one point that she doesn't like kids. Yeah, and then... Which is fine, but it's also like, then don't date someone who has kids. Right, and also, like, don't (laughs) spend time in a fort with little girls who think that you're pretty and ask you fun questions. Yes. Don't do that. Don't do that because it's not fair to them. It's very unfair to them. Yeah, um, that bothered me. But anyway, um, um, it's, it's time a, for fuck, oh, Mary kill. Oh, fuck, Mary kill. Fuck, Mary kill. Fuck, Mary kill. Fuck, Mary kill. Okay, fuck, Mary kill. Yeah, Eli Wallach. Yeah, Jack Black, Jude Law. I'm gonna marry Eli Wallach. I think we'd have a really sweet time together. Um, look, how sexual is it gonna get? I don't know, but I do. I just think. I want if he needs someone to like support him and listen to his stories and uh, be like, babe, we gotta get you to the pool or whatever. I I I just love old people, and they love, love me. Love old people. I I don't want to say that they love me, but they they do. Yeah, they talk to you a lot. Yeah, when you don't ask them to, they go out of their way to ask me for directions, which yep. I love. But um, I would. Did I say I'd marry? Yeah, I'd marry Eli Wallach. I would uh, make love with Jack Black. And I I don't want to kill Jude Law, but it wouldn't work out with us. He's, he's beautiful. Beautiful. I will say him with glasses in this movie. Oh, it it's worked. a vibe. It's it a vibe. worked. That was, that was Zowie. And it's like mid-2000s glasses that, where they're like too small and too rectangular. And his hair was kind of long. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. Could they afford these houses where they live? Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. I don't believe for a fucking second that Kate Winslet lives that far away from her job. Why in does London. she live that far? Do you have two residences? The only What is your deal? Yeah. Why are you so far away from Who would want to commute that far to work? The commute is a nightmare. At that point, work from home. And like I know that things are closer together in Europe and their public transit is really good, but Very also good. two hours by train? Oh, every day? Twice a and day? And then walking that long? A big no thank you for me. It's an absolutely a no thank you. Um, wh- I don't know. Would we recommend this movie? No. No. I guess I recommend half of it. I don't. I, but I for don't that know. reason, I'm out. It yeah. gets a 50% for me, which is an F. It's Therefore, a, I do not I recommend. I don't like this movie. It's a romantic comedy that isn't funny. No, it's not. Uh, it's a romantic comedy that has no comedy. It has... It doesn't have, like, their comedy is, like, women dancing. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> this woman is dancing alone in the space where she lives. Yeah. Um, Do you have a favorite bit from this movie or oh, favorite moment? Um, I don't know that I did. I mean, I, I did just love, uh, I, I just loved Kate Winslet. Oh, I did think um, Jude Law had good chemistry with the children playing his daughters yeah that was very sweet i fully believed that he got along with those children that those children trusted him that they were okay being around him yeah well he's also Um, fathered like a million children yeah people i I almost said something very nasty which is that's why in my fuck mary kill yeah oh i didn't ask you i'm a bad friend i'm so sorry the worst friend no i would marry jack black obviously yeah Yeah. and i would fuck jude law and unfortunately i would kill eli wallach r.i.p eli wallach but you're still alive and we are very happy he doesn't need me he's probably married who knows i sure don't i I don't know eli if you're listening eli um you're great eli Eli! (laughs) oh god eli are you okay 
He's fine. Text us real quick. <laughs> does he know how? Yeah, he knows. I feel like he knows what's up. He probably does. Um, well, but that's the movie, and neither of us enjoyed it. No. I. Ugh, God. Look, if you like natural lighting and cream colored turtlenecks no. and like open concept kitchens, I, get a magazine uh, or watch maybe a different Nancy Myers film. Ugh, but they all uh, have cream colored turtlenecks. Yes. They all have them. Oof. There's too many. What a look, though. Uh, I wouldn't. I. I don't think I'd wear a cream colored turtleneck. I have an oatmeal colored turtleneck, okay. and I think. I'm, I think you I'm, judgmental bitch! I think critical. I'm gonna burn it now because no. I didn't realize why I wanted it, and then no. I was like, "Oh no!" You work. That works with you. That works with your tone, babe. Yeah, but it's also like a crappy knitted one no. from like Old Navy that's a million years old. Well, it's that's not, cute. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a cream colored turtleneck. Okay. I think oatmeal is okay. I don't have a cream-colored turtleneck. I will die before I wear a cream-colored turtleneck. Oh, no, that goes well with your coloring. Because I'm white as shit. No, I was just like, because you're blonde, but... Well, that too. (laughs) I'm pale, pale, I'm blonde, I'm every man's dream. (laughs) According to this movie. Ugh. We have two women. We have blonde and different color blonde. All the ways that you can be a woman. Are they even, like, the same color blonde? They're... uh, Cameron is a little... Um, lighter tone. Kate has a more kind of golden hue. All right. Um, and her hair is curly. And that's how we can tell the difference. Oh, great. She has curly hair. So she is more sensitive. But Cameron has straight hair. So she needs to work on her vulnerability. Oh, is that is that it? That's how you can tell. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like, then I, I must be very fucking sensitive. <laughs> Which everyone who, everyone in my life who would hear this sentence would laugh at me if I said that. I'm not sensitive. I have moments. It manifests differently. See, if you're attacked, you're like, oh, it's over today. You're all going down. Like, you don't take shit. Whereas if I'm attacked, I'm like, if they think I'm already dead, they won't kill me. Yeah, playing possum. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And I'm like a bear that jumps on your car. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we're friends. A possum and a bear. Possum and a bear riding around in the wagon. <laughs> we have a wagon? They ride around in the wagon. Pull. What color is the wagon? It's red. It's yeah. red. It's, it's red. red. It's, it's red. red. It's, it's pulled red. by two crocodiles. Ooh. The names are both Sandy. <laughs> They're both bisexual. Ooh. That's not necessary to the story, but it's important that we see them and recognize them because <laughs> bi-visibility is important. <laughs> yes, agreed. We Anyway, uh, I wouldn't recommend this movie, but um, I would recommend that you uh, value yourself as a person and yeah, recognize I agree. that you are worthy of someone treating you nicely yeah i agree with that if you have the misfortune to see this movie just poke out your own eyes don't poke out your own eyes just try to take out the dvd um i mean potato 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 anyway but if you want to hear more about us rant about this movie that we clearly loved so much please follow us on twitter and instagram at hell and if you want to be our friend email us at hellnocast at gmail.com yeah we want to hear what you think yes 
Tell uh, us all your thoughts, your we. hopes, your feelings. Don't tell us about your genitals, though. That don't. was a joke. That was a joke. Um, you don't. You aren't obligated to give anyone information about your genitals that you don't want to give them. Correct. And uh, I guess that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, today. that's it for us. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Love you. Love you. This was You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. Bye-bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded in Scoundrel and Scamp Theater in Tucson, Arizona. And Allie and I just want to thank the theater for allowing us to record there. Special thanks are also in order to Tiffer Hill, our engineer, for putting up with all of our shenanigans and making us sound fabulous. As well as Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. Yeah.